Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Alana. Welcome Welcome back, back. Alana. It's nice to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Alana, it's been a while since you've been with us for an episode of Insanely Haunted. Yeah. Yeah, it has been a while. I've been unfortunately busy with school. That's okay. That's everybody (laughs) around here, it seems. Yeah. um, And the last time we had you on, we did Old Town San Diego, correct? Yes. My, uh, near my hometown. Yeah. Yeah. But not exactly there. No. Yeah. It was quite a racist episode, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. This one, uh, Zach was not really on. Zach was, Zach had just felt like a wild guy today and, and decided to just be a a real dumbass. (laughs) Yeah. And can I say, Aaron, it's season six. We're in the sixth season of the show. Aaron's still listed in the credits as the equipment tech and not as a fully fledged ghost hunter. Yeah. Investigator. Mm-hmm. So what's up with that, mm-hmm. Zach? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like he's contributing a lot more than just equipment yeah. teching. It's almost like there's some weird grudge between Zach and Aaron or something. Mm. Maybe Zach feels feels a certain way that Aaron shouldn't be included. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we actually, so you might have noticed that we've skipped two episodes that are actually technically in season four. We skipped uh, Loretta Lynn's Plantation House mm. and the Kentucky Slave House. We no, wonder we why. Are, we are going to get to it. We'll probably record a, uh, an extra bit this week with just me and Max because we're sick and tired of exposing our dear friends to... Really racist episodes. Um, we just we we ended up like not getting to them because nobody wanted to do them because we knew they would be bad. So we will get to it, and it's actually going to be a double feature show. So Whoa. we're just gonna we're just gonna, it's going to be me and Max, and we're going to get through two episodes in one because we really don't want to do it, and we just want to get it done and over with, rip it off like a band aid, um, you know. So and then we can get back to enjoying season the other six. Things. Yeah. Season six. So yeah, we're starting season six today a little early. And and I don't know if you noticed this on Wikipedia, season six only has seven episodes in it. It's like a really really short episode season of Ghost Adventures, for whatever reason. I just had to go get the cat because she's trying to eat garland. <laughs> She really wants to eat it. She's been trying to eat it all week. Oh, speaking of Garland, happy belated Hanukkah to our Jewish friends. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Lydia just did. That was pretty scary. Lydia just really went after you. She did yeah. one of those, like, upper body twisting around, about to hit your face multiple flailing, times. Flailing, flailing around with her hands. She's really angry. Um, yeah, happy Hanukkah. Um, going to be... Yule soon. Happy Solstice. Happy Saturnalia. Christmas. Um, yeah. There's a few more in there. Happy holidays in general. Um, today, though, we went to Bisbee, Arizona, mm-hmm. uh, which is supposedly the most haunted town in Arizona. 
Uh, Zach is wearing the wildest outfit I've ever seen him wear. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. So far. Uh, it's truly... Bon- it's bonkers. It's so far out of this world. I can't even tell you. I mean, it's got, like, golden guns all around it. It's got crosses. It's got flowers. It's got skulls. It's definitely Rebel Spirit. Do you think he got it custom made? He may have. See, he has a brand that he wears a lot called Rebel Spirit, so it's an actual Mm. brand. And I'm not quite certain if they actually, like, make custom designs for him. Because it was, like, one of those, like, Western-styled shirts, like, cowboy. I mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, but wear, like something that yeah. Chris Angel might wear. Yes, in yes. in 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 the West. Yeah, <laughs> Chris Angel, and he was also wearing a, a big black cowboy hat. His usual uh, boy band black cargo pants. He really thought like this was his outfit. Like you felt, he probably felt very powerful wearing this. I just can't believe he didn't ask anybody for advice on his outfit. Like, does this look okay, or look? is this too much? He wouldn't surely. <laughs> Has he ever asked that? I think people probably falsely, like, build his confidence. Probably. Also, I'm sure, okay, like, Aaron's great and all, but he's not the most fashionable person. Like, he's usually just wearing, like, some old uh, T-shirt that looks like it probably hasn't been washed in a a few days, you know? And then Nick, he's just, I guess Nick's the best, but most blandly dressed. Mm. Well, that's, that's... That is the best by default when we're talking about Zach Bagans. Like, if Zach was dressed, I'm all for over the top if it's intentional. (laughs) If you're trying to be over the top? Yeah. No, but he's just trying to be himself. Yeah. (laughs) I could just see him in the store, like, looking at shirts and picking that one out and just being like, dude, look at this shirt. This one's really cool. This is really rad. And then doing the little devil horn fingers. Yes. Um, Bisbee so, seems like a neat place to visit. It really does. First off, it is a mining, old mining town. They used to mine copper there. Again, if you go back to like, I think it was my Mizpah Hotel episode, or Mizpah Hotel episode, um, or one of the other <laughs> many we- southwestern locality um, reviews of Ghost Adventures, um, our cat is just misbehaving so much. Oh, she just hit oh. Max in the face. She's trying to more. She's really angry. Angry. She really wants that garland. Are you okay, Max? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. She likes to slap people when she's angry. Um, uh, So it's an area that has a lot of, like, sedimentary rocks, like limestone and sandstone and stuff. Maybe shale. Um, But a long time ago, like, probably in the dinosaur era, is your your last intrusion of magma into the crust. And so with those hot magmas, you get those hot fluids and they move minerals around and then you get rich ore deposits of mining quality. So... A bunch of hey, copper neat. ended up there. That's really... I learned something new today. Yay! Geology lesson. I forgot my little uh, <laughs> a jingle, but... Um, and, you know, the copper is probably why this hotel that we're visiting is called the Copper Queen. Yeah. Oh. Um, so it's a two-part lockdown. We're going to the Copper Queen and we're going to the Oliver House... Um, and we're searching, as the episode begins, for Renee, who is a ghost tour guide. She's like the the paranormal historian yes. for the, the hotel, which I didn't know was the was job. Was that title? Yes. Oh, wow. Something like that. Nice. It was like it was like ghost historian or paranormal historian. Oh. 
For, oh. for specifically this hotel. However, along the way, we meet a fair a fair deal of, of people, like a bunch of quirky individuals who Zach feels very disturbed by. Which, they're just the people of the town. It's an artsy town. Maybe if he did any research about the location, other than the ghosts there, he would understand that this is a, a art center of Arizona. Yeah. And there are really out there hippies and yeah. really super cool houses that they've just, like... Amazingly cool art on the house. Just super whimsical, surreal, uh, psychedelic. Like, I want to go there. Yeah, they built a really cool community for themselves. Like, this community of artists. And And Zach meets a Buddhist um, who's really friendly and nice to him, and he's talking about love. And and Zach just wants him to say things about ghosts. And you can tell he's not really going there. And there's not much more of this man. Yeah. (laughs) Because of that. Whenever Zach... Faces someone who does not want to talk about ghosts. That person is not on screen for long. I think he just kept that in because he thought this man was weird. Yeah. Which is really shitty of him because he seems like a really sweet man. Yeah, I liked that guy. I mean, I like the old man. Yeah. But all the people. What was the lady who told him to put the camera down? I don't know. She was just standing on some balcony. I, I don't know. Yeah. She kept riding past him on her bike. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe she like wanted them to leave or something, which I would understand. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, Zach felt really uncomfortable. He let the audience know that he felt really uncomfortable, that he felt like he was in a, an LSD trip or something. Yeah. And he kept walking around. Someone thought he was a cop. That was, I liked that That's part. That's so funny. <laughs> Dressed like that? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, he's a white guy walking around with like, he he's more clean cut than anyone else there. And I guess. I don't know. He's got that sheriffy looking. He had cargo pants on. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hide all those guns in somewhere, you know. Yeah, just have lots of pockets of guns and just, just whip one out guns. for you know whatever you need it for. <laughs> Which is what cops do. Yeah. In case you need to plant some evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Renee, we finally meet Renee, and she is the one who introduces us to the Copper Queen properly. It's the oldest hotel in town. And it's been running since it opened, which is really cool. Yeah, continuously for over 100 years. Uh, So we don't make it more than 30 seconds into this before uh, she brings up the story of a dead sex worker. And of course, Zach immediately hones in on what his mission is going to be. Because apparently uh, his favorite kind of haunting is what he calls a prostitute haunting. And he loves to do those because they're very active. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, and she talks about how uh, Zach asks her why she thinks that so many mining towns have so much prostitute activity, and she says, "Well, you know, there were a lot of uh, prostitutes in these towns who lived tragic lives and have tragic souls." Actually, no, that's not really the case, lady. Uh, a not, lot. It's not true for all sex, sex workers. workers, and a lot of sex workers in these mining towns, when mining was actively happening wanted these jobs and they were a very good source of income and they were really well liked in the community they were entrepreneurs you could say even there's actually a really good historical hotties you guys should listen to with whitney and lindsey nelson who were on our show good friends of the show whitney and lindsey nelson we hope to have them on again soon that's specifically on some really cool sex workers uh, episode 21 of Historical Hotties is about courtesans, and uh, they talk about three different ladies who had great jobs as sex workers and had a shit ton of money. And I mean, you go to a mining town and it's mostly men. You're going to make a lot of money, like, yeah. with these, because 
men. Also, they can end up having influence in the community yeah, because yeah, they totally. are so well known and well liked. And I mean, it's one of the only ways for a woman to gain to gain any position in society. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Other than just happening to be married to a very rich man. And a lot yeah. of them were very powerful. I mean, you think of like they owned. They owned businesses. businesses. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they were usually run by women, not men. And took care of the women that worked for them. Yeah, so that was just a little upsetting to hear even Renee talking yeah. about them as living tragic lives with tragic souls, because they probably were fine with what they did. As long as you're not being held against your will and it's consensual, like you you decide to do this, it's it's, it's most, most likely not going to be a tragic situation. Zach was being pretty gross about sex work in general. Yeah, he was like purposely dramatically staring at a nude painting of a woman in a bar in in, in the hotel and making a point of it to try and, you know, I don't know. I don't really know what he was trying to do with it. Actually, the picture of him above our TV is ve- has a very similar shirt, um, sheriffy kind of look to it, mm-hmm. except with less bonkerish crap on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, his shirt had, like, an American flag on the side. I mean, it was very copish. It was. So I can understand mm-hmm. that person. Even yeah. Well, these guys are the ghost cops, basically. Yeah. True. They're the ghoul smashers. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's so, would say. So when they get into the Copper Queen, this guy named Matt tells them the story about how furniture moved, and then they Whoa. try to, like, recreate the moving furniture within the time frame. And Zach, like, completely accomplishes moving all of this furniture within the given time frame. Yeah. And he was, like, overly exaggerating his out-of-breath-idness. I, I don't... I think some of that might be because he lifts a lot, but I doubt that he does much uh, aerobics. Right. So he's... His lungs might be. Also, we do know he has lung issues. Oh, okay. He has a sensitive respiratory system. I did not know. Which that. just probably means he has asthma. Mm-hmm. But. But even though he was able to do it in the time provided, it was still ghosts that did it that other time, they decide. I think part of it might have been kind of a show for him because the dude who was talking to him about it said that the the guy who could have potentially have done it uh, couldn't. He tried later and it was too heavy for him. And so, of course, Zach has to see if... It's kind of like, you know, when somebody's trying to open a jar and they're like, oh, it's too tight. And then somebody else is like, let me try. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. We also hear about Billy, who has been haunting the, the hotel. No one gives us any reason why Billy would be at the hotel. Yeah. They just tell us that Billy's a child who haunts the hotel and we just are supposed to accept that. And then he drowned he nearby. Drowned oh, I thought it wasn't the bathtub. No, um, no, it was somewhere else. Oh. It was like a stream or a lake that, nearby. What What did he have to do with the hotel? I don't know. I don't but know. Billy and uh, Julia both have rooms here named after them. So the hotel is clearly like capitalizing on the folklore surrounding these dead ghosts. Mm-hmm. We learn about Billy from a bartender and the bar is where Zach does this very performative, like staring at the naked lady painting bit. Mm-hmm. And then they do something that. Looks like something that Cassie would have made for the show, but it's real and in the show where they zoom in on the lady and she gets a little thought bubble that says, nice hat, cowboy. (laughs) There were a lot of those moments in the show, especially when Zach was trying to suggest that he loves prostitute ghosts to Renee and she was kind of like taken aback. She was weirded out. She looked like, yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, this guy has 
a fetish for ghost sex. Because when he said, yeah, like, prostitute uh, ghosts are particularly active, and she's just, like, active. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, way to make the situation really uncomfortable. We also hear from Mariah, who works at the Copper Queen. She saw an apparition that is definitely just a person, Mm -hmm. like, walking around, just a human being. Um, But she thinks it's a ghost. Well, she, yeah. The the child (laughs) running in the hallways. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and like a little kid's not gonna lie. To yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, she, then I saw him downstairs, and he said he wasn't even up there. It's yeah, like, he's a kid. Yes, he was. Yeah, he, he heard did. about the ghost stories, and he yeah. wants to be a part of it. Also, people's shoes go missing, supposedly. Yeah. Okay. So what's that? The, all of a sudden, they just said, "Oh, and Billy steals shoes." Never comes back. What? Okay. You know what? Animals do that too sometimes. <laughs> That's true. some cats do it. Some dogs do it. Some birds do stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, there's other. Why would a child steal shoes anyway? That's, yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? Wear just em. a large adult shoe. Just I never like, stole I'm shoes. Take this one shoe, not the pair, yeah. just one. This is something a dog does. Yeah. I'm sure at some point during the day they have the door open. And there was that dog roaming around town in <laughs> yes, the beginning. There was. It was a really cute dog. <laughs> and I bet it walks into the hotel and steals shoes. Yes. <laughs> And anyway, after this, we move on to the Oliver house, uh, which gets so much less screen time in the whole episode than the Copper Queen that it's really suspicious. Mm -hmm. And uh, supposedly there's a couple of different murder conflicts that happened here, both over someone being uh, unfaithful to their spouse. One is documented. The other one is not. They even say like, so Renee says, I have the death certificate from the one guy who killed the other guy. But then we hear this insanely tall tale about a man who killed like a bunch of people Mm -hmm. and there's no documentation to prove that it happened. And then Zach's on a mission to prove that it happened via ghost hunting. So the first one where... Some guy's wife slept with... No, no. Yeah. The money man's wife slept with some other guy. What is a money man? I'm assuming she means, like, the accountant or something. Okay. Or maybe he um, gave money to the miners. I don't know. We don't know. It's something we should probably look up. But a dude with money, money apparently. Capitalist. Yes. Um, how, what is it with all these, like, stories of, of angry, jealous men with lots of rage shooting their wives over the sin of... Uh, committing adultery, like so. Tale as old as time. Right. <laughs> like, like this is a repeating story we hear all the time. And when men get angry, they kill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what if history's taught us one thing. And then, and then, of course, the situation with the woman is that she's always cheating. She's committing a sin. Yeah, but but let the guy cheats and no, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. He's cool, actually. He's cool. He's a, he he's can, a mistress. He's such a player. He's a mistress, yeah. which is socially acceptable. Uh, the, the I love the owner of the Oliver House. She's amazing. Her name is Patty. She has no time for Zach Bagans. <laughs> At one point, she says on camera, "Well, good luck finding ghosts." <laughs> so great. I totally missed yeah, she, that. I mean, her only like thing that she said might have been a ghost was was the wind slamming the door. Yeah. Right. So and blowing like, in a napkin. She was like the wind slammed the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She she leaves him no room for interpretation. She also like Zach tries his best to get anything from her to get him to get like any amount of ghost belief and the best she can give him is yeah <laughs> so like he, that yeah so then he brings Rita or not Rita Renee, Renee brings Renee in to actually tell say him the real story yeah say that things are haunted yeah. And uh, again, the Oliver House, almost no screen time in this episode, maybe 15 minutes altogether because they take a trip to the border. For what reason was that? Not enough footage in the lockdown. 
so fucking stupid, this part, too. Good thing they're white. It's it's a really fucking yeah, good yeah. thing they're white. Because they go up to the border. They just go right up to it. And then they just go to the Border Patrol office to and ask they, if they can do a ride along. Yeah, what <laughs> the hell? Why? First of all, why would you want to even do that? Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's just so Do they not disgusting. know what goes on at the at Border Control? Oh, like they, they don't. They literally hear a gunshot. And they try to find where it came from. That's how white they because, are. Because, and, and then they go to the border control guards and ask if they could get a little run because they want to figure it out. They, oh, my God. They have no idea. And Aaron even, like, ironically, he's, like, filming over the border and he says, looks like America on the other side. <laughs> it's like, well, no fucking yeah. duh. Yeah, dude, yeah, it's almost like it's an imaginary line in the ground. Whoa. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, that part sucked and was stupid. They got busted, but they don't really get busted. It's just a truck carrying porta-potties. Uh, but they really think they're going to get busted, and they probably would have um, and gone to jail, most likely. Yeah. Thank God they didn't, because they could finish shooting this episode of Ghost Adventures. By the yeah. way, I just I just want to... The gunshot was probably a migrant getting shot by border control. Yes. Yes. The, 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 the like, most repetitive reason by border control as to why they, they shoot people is because of migrants throwing rocks at them. And a lot of times it's a fib. It's not actually... Like, that could actually kill you, really. Like, right. Uh, yeah, so they, they probably just heard a migrant, a, a refugee... Being um, murdered by the state. Being murdered by the state. And they want to go on a little road trip with border control and look for... I don't know. Look for... Because they did mention that they thought there would be lots of ghosts here and then did not interrogate that thought at all, why there might be lots of ghosts right. at the border. By the way, I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, murdering people trying to cross the border is actually considered a part of Operation Streamline as a form of deterrence. Operation Streamline is the uh, policy that our country, the United States, has in effect right now. So it's completely um, legal. Is it's what completely you're legal, really, yeah. and it's just a, a part of the. It's a part of the show. So um, yeah, just just know that and uh, think about that. Anyway, sorry. And we picked this one because we didn't want to go into the really racist shit. Cool. But you yeah, can't escape it. Well, you go to the border, and it's yeah. Like, you just can't fucking escape how nasty the show gets sometimes. But uh, that's really the end of that part. Frank, uh, Thankfully, it's uh, nice and short. And we get to go to the lockdown part one, which is also extremely short. Yeah, that was weird. The lockdown at Oliver House takes all of five minutes, if that. <laughs> they get almost no evidence. They get this stupid, like, as the spirit box comes out immediately, which I always hate because it's just audio poison. And they get, the, quote, unexplained scream followed by a ghost, which apparently says, Says, I'm angry. And what the real evidence here, though, is Zach tells us is not just the spirit box, but the transference of emotion. <laughs> That does not constitute, like, real evidence of haunting. Just Zach feels the trans the emotions transfer to him. Some real energy right there. Real energy. As if you don't just get scared when something scary happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they do this thing where they split up and then Zach and Nick are taking photos with the full spectrum camera and Aaron's recording EVP. The split up, they are split up for like 30 seconds when they hear a weird noise and then get back together. And that's it for the Oliver house. It's done. So I guess the Oliver house is just super not haunted. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, none of these places are haunted, but the Oliver house is like, <laughs> super not haunted. So they go over to the Copper Queen, and there's this weird moment with the um, the person who lets them in, where it feels like they censored something, but there's no proof. Like, there's no beep. There's no... There's just this weird gap of silence where they're kind of, like, looking at each other, and... Nothing yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so th- this is where we sort of reveal that Billy drowned in a river and not at the hotel. I can't so believe... I totally missed that. I can't believe that we learned about this, like, towards the end of the show. <laughs> Yeah, like it, nobody felt nobody saw fit to mention this before now. We don't. We also don't have any proof that it actually happened. All we have is one photo of a child who is supposed to be Billy. It has and again, like major dead child energy. Lots of kid energy coming <laughs> off of this photo. But that's it. That's all they got is this photo with the kid energy. So Zach is trying to talk to Billy. We don't even know if that kid in the photo is a Billy. We don't know what the child's name is. We have no idea who these people are. Could be in little the Tim. Yeah, like who knows? It could be Georgie. <laughs> could be a, a photo that was taken from Goodwill. Like it could be from like one of those like Wild West towns where you pay money and you. Yeah, get... it could be a, a current child. Yes, it could be a modern day child <laughs> yes. who went with his grandpa to the little Wild West town and yeah. took one of those old pictures. <laughs> yes. There's nothing, and it's in the it's in the Billy Room, which is funny. There is a sign that just says the Billy Room. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why Billy Tolly was not in this episode oh, because they didn't want scared. the audience to be confused. <laughs> <laughs> they get a class A EVP here that Zach gets really hyped up about, and he gets so excited that he even slows it down so we can hear it better. It's nothing. It's supposed to say put the rope down, but it's just like, like all of the EVPs, it sounds less like words and more like... It's supposed to be about the 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 prostitute who ended up hanging herself. Hey, Zach says hanged right. Zach says hanged in this episode. That's true. He figured it out. Not that this erases any of his other terrible crimes, mm, right. but... I just wanted to say he doesn't commit word grammar crimes in this episode. Yeah. Apparently she fell in love with one of her clients and he didn't return the love. That would... <laughs> because that's... That, that would... Can we, can we, can we get a, just a list of all of the stories that, that we hear about things that never fucking happen? When do sex workers fall in love with their clients? It's the, fa- the idea that it would happen this way around and not the other way around I mean, is like, unbelievable Pretty in pink, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so rare we make fucking movies about it. <laughs> oh, boy. It's, like, nice to flatter yourself, guys. Yeah. Yeah. She fell in love she with She totally me. fell in love with That's me. That's what I Zach did wishes. I did sex with her so good that she fell in love with me. <laughs> That's why I had to end it. She, she totally told me she fell in love with me right after I paid her... $200. ...for her services. <laughs> Uh, the EMF meter comes out and Zach just starts barking numbers at random as they display. And there's like no upward or downward pattern to it, which I absolutely loved. He's just like 0.4, 1.2, 0.6, 1. 1.1. But he gathers that the numbers are going down after a brief spike that is unexplainable. So obviously the ghost was walking away. Yeah. yeah. I would like, <laughs> I was just thinking like, it'd be so easy to just like, kind of follow all the numbers like to see the numbers already going down and yeah. then to start saying go away from me it's just very convenient yeah it is like, very it's a convenient. very convenient way yeah to do bad science yes <laughs> <laughs> oh don't worry there's more bad there's science so much coming more up bad science for one thing the spirit box comes out again and they get nothing for 10 minutes i love when they talk about how long it's been since they got evidence really great <laughs> just makes you feel like the whole thing's a waste of time <laughs> Um, so when, then he decides to turn the water on, which is again, audio poison. So there's, he's sitting on a bathtub with a spirit box going, and he reaches for, to turn the tub on. So now the spirit box is going, and the tub's going, 
and it just sounds like shit in this room where they have five microphones recording. Apparently, when you run the water, you can hear a boy screaming in the background. Or is it crying? Yeah, I don't know. It's, they said you can yeah. hear a whining or crying or screaming, which is just the there's a There's a boy screaming in my pipe, too. Yeah. In my bathroom. <laughs> You've got ghosts in your apartment. I had yeah. pipes uh, in my dormitory that would bang like constantly yes. during the winter when you that's, turn them on. In my um, office building, uh-huh. that's what happens. Every time the downstairs urinal flushes, like the whole entire wall rattles. <laughs> Every time it's the, obviously the urinal ghost. When the urinal gets flushed, that's when the ghost comes out because the ghost doesn't like the flushing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it has nothing to do with pipes. Every time someone pees, a ghost gets its wings. Gets its wings, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So Nick wants to do an experiment. He wants to test the effectiveness of the spirit box versus the effectiveness of recording digital recorders to get EVP. Uh, But this immediately stops when he hears the banging coming out from from the outside of the hallway. And this is one one of my favorite parts of the whole episode. Nick takes the EVP recorder and he steps. And you hear the floorboards go as he steps. But it is recorded as an unexplained banging noise. Oh, my God. And they do the triple replay with the physical video so that you can see that the banging happens exactly as he steps <laughs> and and then takes his weight off of that foot. More bad science. Mm-hmm. It's just is never ending. When you put yourself in the data... How would you blind this kind of study? How would you blind this? Is it possible? Do you have someone just be like, we're doing a, a, a study on the effect of being in an empty room in an old spooky place. Carry these. Carry these. NASA, reco- please give us money for car- this. Carry these recorders to document um, your experiences. Wink. <laughs> to the to the other researchers, wink to the other researchers. I'm trying to figure out how you could double blind a ghost study. It doesn't seem possible. You well, you could do like a control and experiment group. Like tell one it's ghosty and tell the others it's not, mm-hmm. or don't tell the others anything. They just stay there. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the people who you tell it's ghosty are gonna, they're going to hear ghosts they're gonna and see shit. The, but the other people won't. And then you say, look, that means that means ghosts. it's in your head. But then you'd have to factor in also like well all the other things any. Thing with the building that could potentially cause effects that seem like ghosts. Like real ghosts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you'd also have to get a place that's like for sure not haunted. Well, also a place that's like made out of glass. (laughs) So that you don't get any like... But reflection. Oh, yeah. But then you have the reflection. I think it's pretty impossible. Like reflective ghosts. We even see reflective ghosts in this episode. The the thermal cam. Uh They do a whole thing about how we saw a figure. Here it is in replay. We figured out it's a mirror. (laughs) It's Aaron. We replayed it for you and everything, but it's a mirror. (laughs) Okay, my favorite part Mm -hmm. of this episode: the shower curtain. Oh yeah, let's let's talk about that. Okay, so Nick's still in like the bathroom door frame of his little room. (laughs) Aaron's on a bed trying to seduce. Okay, hold on. Can I can yeah, I introduce this real quick? Because Aaron has to make it very clear that he is not morally okay with sex work. He has to like he has to take a stand and be like, I have never. Uh, I I forget the language he uses. I'm surely it's thoughtless and stupid. But he's he says I've never uh, I've never solicited a sex worker. I've he never paid prostitute. for sex. Of course, Ed, I'm trying to sanitize it for Thank the kids you, at home Max. slightly. Then he says, but I've got these two Benjamins right here, and he flashes a couple of hundred dollar bills. Well, he knows 
knows that the only way to entice a dead woman to talk money. to him is with money yeah. because obviously she's in a much better place. Why the hell? <laughs> Why would she, she want to come back to, to for this guy? And for Aaron. For $200 for Aaron? Come what are on. dollars going to What are those dollars going to give her? In, Does he really think he's for a dead woman? <laughs> Does he really think that she would she would take that low of cash for him? Do y'all think it was real cash? Probably. He probably should have, like, put a sticker on him or something. Because you're supposed to, like, you know, like, you're supposed to. There are actually laws about showing yeah. cash on television. Yeah, you're not you're... supposed to use real cash. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't real then. Maybe. Maybe they followed some sort of rule. Okay. Anyway, so, yeah, he tries so, to he tries to talk to Julia, but nothing. Aaron's in the the sex worker room. And Nick's in the, the, the door frame of the other room. With, is it Billy's room? It's I Billy's room. Billy's room, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, like, trying to go under the bathroom. And he's hearing noises in the bathroom. And it's so like you said he's trying to go to the bathroom, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was very funny. Um, okay. And I don't understand. I guess Billy and Jay were not here for this episode. Because- yes, because Zach is doing EVP. I was amazed that Zach took the L here and I let know. Aaron go do the fucking. I know. Go go to Julia's room and talk to her. Because I, I figured as soon yeah. as I heard about Julia, I knew Zach was going to. This is what Zach's all about. Yeah. What happened there? What, what happened what, what there? The theory? Okay, so Zach leads Nick and says, "Hey, touch the the shower curtain." Wait, did he say touch the shower curtain? He's like he's trying to he's he's itching for any evidence they can get in the bathroom, and he he spots the shower curtain and is like, "The probably probably the ghost could move that." Oh so yeah. So he commands Billy or or Nick commands <laughs> Billy to move the shower curtain. No, Zach was here for this. He was no, he's he downstairs. Oh, Zach was. Here I for thought, this. yeah, he was behind the camera. Oh, Zach was, was behind okay. the camera for this. It was. It was another time of. It was another time when he was. So what does he tell Nick to do? He tells Nick to see if Billy can touch the shower curtain, move the shower curtain. Oh, he sorry, figures, I keep getting confused because I keep thinking Billy Tolly, Billy the kid. <laughs> Not Billy the kid, but Billy the ghost child. Yes. Okay. So tell Billy the ghost <laughs> child to mess with the curtain. Yes, because he figures probably that curtains are light. Ghosts can move mm-hmm. those. And this is after. Uh, does he then turn the water on or is it after? He has turned the water on. Okay. Uh, he, yeah. just, he turned the water on and almost immediately after, Zach tells Nick to order Billy the kid to mess with the shower curtain. And like right after he says that, the shower curtain moves at the bottom. And the shower curtain, how was it placed? It was inside the lip of the tub. Okay. Hanging down, not so, quite touching the ground. I'm going to, like, let me let me see if you guys can figure this out before I say it. They turn on the hot water immediately after Zach tells Nick to order Billy the Kid to move the shower curtain. The shower curtain moves. Can you figure out, like, what's going on here? Like, just think, like, elementary, like... Middle school science class. Uh, think about a boiling pot of water. Think about like the interior of the earth. <laughs> think about like different types of heat movement. Think about convection. Think That's about your own shower <laughs> curtain when you turn what on the water. What it does when you turn the water on, yeah. <laughs> they never come to this conclusion. They they're so exhaustive. They think they're being so exhaustive about this. Like he he runs down and he he films where the shower curtain is touching the water or where it's not touching the water. He films like the whole room to see if there's windows or whatever. 
But they come to the conclusion, it's got to be ghosts. Right. More bad science. There's steam coming off the water. You see it. It's hot. And even Zach, who had put his hand in the water yes. earlier. He even ta- he even like touches the water and he's like, ow, that's hot. Yeah. And, and apparently a ghost <laughs> warned him. Yeah, Billy warns him, like, don't touch it. <laughs> but, he, but he has to touch it. Yeah. So we got very hot water with steam. It's convecting. The vapor is convecting. It's moving the shower curtain, and they don't understand that. And it, you can tell it's one of those cheapy shower curtains yeah. that are very flimsy. And it's a shower curtain liner. Yeah, it's no, not I'm even a curtain. It's curtain. not even a curtain. It's just a little plastic thing. Those things move. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's about it. I think, right? Like, is there? Uh, Aaron gets some oh, more. Oh, Aaron does have to say a comment when he whips mm. out the the bills. He says, "With prostitutes, you don't need luck." Just so thoughtless. Just so, like, living... These men live totally unexamined lives. These are not people who have ever looked at themselves in the mirror and thought, is what I'm doing good? <laughs> am I... I mean... Am I doing good stuff on this earth with my one life that But I they have? are. They're solving ghost crimes. They're what? sure of that. I, I think white men are born knowing they are doing good. Yeah, yeah. No matter what they're actually no what the, doing. No matter what mm-hmm. their the actions they do and how they affect other people. And these ones are uh, really sure of it because they feel like they're solving mysteries and they're giving people closure and things like that. They didn't have a moment like that in this episode. There was no moment of like, we're so glad we were able to give closure to these spirits. No, they always say that in the beginning of episodes and then they end the episodes doing the complete opposite. If ghosts do indeed exist there, they always fuck things up and they always end up like going from we're here to help you to come out here and get me. <laughs> or like, I don't re- like bullies. Reinforcing negative stereotypes. Stereotypes about ghosts. And we've had it. We've heard of people like, was it the, oh, oh, I forget what, what it was the gold, Goldfield Motel Hotel. There was like some Southwestern town where that lady who they had inter- interacted with before, she didn't want them to come again. Like she, yeah. like there are people that, that we've heard of who like don't want to talk to Zach again because he apparently makes things worse. His lives were made measurably worse by the involvement of the Ghost Adventures crew. Yes. I can't imagine having a positive interaction interaction with them no no me neither <laughs> no <laughs> i feel like a lot of people probably do though like a lot of people who buy this the line probably think they're having a really cool time with these guys mm-hmm. well and that they're yeah. kind of like ghost priests or something <laughs> ghost priests yeah cool. like they're 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 like on the level with like the um, ghosts. like like bishop james long he's a ghost priest mm-hmm. speaking of bishop james long mm. oh what you got for us i didn't know this was coming Cassie's got a surprise segment for it. That's basically the end of the episode, by the way. The end of um, that episode of Ghost Adventures. Oh, my God. Are you going to pull up the thing I think you're going to pull up? Oh, I'll pull that up, too. Okay. Yeah. We got a lot of cool, a lot of really cool stuff. uh, God, don't hype it up. Yeah. (laughs) We just got more stuff in this episode of Insanely Haunted than usual. Speaking of Bishop James Long... Do you know of Bishop James Long? You heard of this guy? I don't think so. Okay. He's a... Is he like a real bishop? Like a, uh, is he like a That's questionable. That's a great question. He is a priest at the Old Catholic... The United States Old Catholic Church. In That's the name Kentucky. of the organization. Catholic. There's the a, United States Old Catholic... Not the Catholic Church. No. The U, okay. The, oh. U, the full name of the organization is the U.S. Old Catholic Church. And they are like the Catholic Church, except they do not follow the Pope and the uh, the. But I think that's just that's Ang- fun. That's just Anglican. How fun! I mean, it's basically like it's Anglican, but not Anglican is like it's the Catholic Church, but without the, the Vatican. Pope. Yeah, 
Anyway, um, he does a bunch of uh, exorcisms. Ooh. And he has a website where you can purchase um, exercising equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Exercise those exorcisms. Yes. While, uh, while doing the exorcism. Like, you can buy yes. little um, Tupperware containers of holy water from him. And, oh. and rosary things. Not really rosaries. They're more like little bracelets. You know how... You can make your own holy water. How? You you just boil the hell out of it. Oh, Alana. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I heard it's okay. that. No, it's fine. From someone on coast to coast one time, and I it's my favorite joke I've ever heard. Or you can blow bubbles into it. <laughs> yeah. Because it's holes. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm that's fine. That's about the, that's the caliber that we're dealing with here. It's fine. You know. Anyway, um, our listener Ashley, she contacted us. Hi, Ashley. Ashley. And um, she lives near Louisville, and she found out that Bishop James Long is going to be doing a special live event in Louisville on Saturday, April 6th from 3 to 6 p.m. Um, it is not many details on this. Is it a, is it a live exorcism? Okay, uh, so description. Join Hillbilly Horror Stories Exorcist James Long, Brohio podcast and we drink and we know things <laughs> what, what this is, is this? so confusing okay join hillbilly join hillbilly horror stories exorcist bishop, bishop james long comma brohio podcast and we drink and we know Bro-hio. things brohio podcast it's the name of a podcast brohio i'm guessing okay because maybe it's about bro Ohio. it brohio podcast and we drink and we know things that's like a run-on sentence or something is, yeah. that, the whole, is that the whole name of the I, I don't know. Um, for for a special live event in Louisville, Kentucky, on Saturday, April 6, 2019, at 3 p.m., Bishop James Long will give a powerful presentation powerful. of the stages of demonic possessions and play audio oh. clips from actual <gasps> exorcisms. No way. WD and WKT is a new podcast. Oh, with a, what, so it's We Drink and We Know Things is a podcast. Yeah. With a hilarious husband and wife team <laughs> oh, God. that will touch on some true crime and unexplained. What? God, this is poorly written. HHS and Brohio, Bro, Brohio <laughs> round out this must-see event. Roosters has great food, including the best wings Roosters. in town. Just a little ad for Roosters real quick at the end. What's better than good food and scary true stories? How about we all go to the most haunted place in the world, Waverly Hills Sanatorium, afterwards for their 7 p.m. tour. Now, that's cool. Tickets for the live event are only $17, and there are only 55 seats available. Every ticket is a VIP ticket, so you have full access to what? the podcast hosts. Tickets for the Waverly Hills tours are purchased separately through Waverly Hills website for $25 each. That sounds so exciting. Although, can I... One quick comment. If every ticket is a VIP ticket, you lose the VIP. <laughs> the VIP. <laughs> anyway, but I don't like hierarchy. <laughs> anyway, um, Ashley's going to go to this. and. Oh. Oh my God, Ashley. And get back to us. Really fallen on that sword for your good friends at Insanely Haunted. I can't believe you're willing to do this. Thank you. She's going to join us on a special episode. Wow. Um, But it will be months Look forward to that in several months. Yeah. Um, That's really cool. Also, Ashley shared with us a really horrible, horrible t-shirt that's for sale on Think Haunted New York. Um, It is $30.19 and it is a black shirt. That has little check boxes, and there's three of them. The, the top one says single, the second one says taken, and the last one that's checked says mentally dating Zach Beggins. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I 
feel so bad that that exists and people bought it. And it's just mentally your, dating's oh, okay. It's How do you your, mentally date Zach Beggins when there's nothing in his head? Boom, got him. Wow. Just you deserve so much better than that. I don't know who you are, but you deserve so much better than that. Are you are you trying to look up <laughs> Zach on Twitter? Yeah, do you want to? I got him. I got him. I got him. Okay. Um, there's there's nothing. Uh, well, there's one related to this something we a comment we made in this episode. I hated to exercise. Would always try cardio, then quit. Now I'm addicted after seven weeks because how it makes you feel when you stick with it. Be motivated and try it. That's so, so inspiring. I guessed right. He doesn't do cardio until now. He has exercising equipment. <sighs> he has an actual video. He has a video where he works out on camera for people and he to talks see. about his routine and his he's like people routine. he's like people look at me like i'm crazy is that guy over there lifting 60 pound weights oh. but i am yes <laughs> come on dude uh also why do people gotta talk so loud at restaurants just eat your damn food oh. <laughs> what shut the fuck up what an asshole i think our 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 friends in the uk would probably agree with him though we are pretty loud americans <laughs> Especially myself. But, like, of all people to say that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the the, the loudest. loudest person on earth. In both, maybe not vocally, but definitely in attire in and the, personality. In both the world of the living and the world of the dead. Whoa! Lydia didn't like that noise you just made. <laughs> maybe I should do it more often when she fucks with the garland. Uh, Lana, what was your favorite part of this episode of Ghost Adventures? Oh, no. Um... I really did enjoy the curtain movement. Curtain movement? Mm-hmm. And just the whole Billy bit. Yeah. The Billy bit. <laughs> Cassie. I'd, I'd say also the curtain, because it was just so easily disproved, and they didn't get it. For me, it's Patty, the owner of the uh, oh. of, of the whatever house, uh, who could not be bothered to give even half of a shit about ghosts. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it seemed to really want to stop talking about ghosts. Yes. Because uh, that's me. Uh, that would be me on this show. A lot of the townspeople wanted to stop talking They were talking really about fun. Ghosts. Yeah. But they were cool, though. Yeah. They were amazing. Well, that was part of why they were cool, is they just weren't as into ghosts as Zach Bagans wanted them to be. Mm. So if you're ever on Ghost Adventures, don't play along with Zach Bagans and see if you get left in. <laughs> it's a crapshoot, really. We'll never know. Uh, reminder <laughs> to support your state and national parks. Don't uh, blow up the arches in Utah. Uh, that that just happened, apparently. What? Really? Yeah, there's video that was surfaced and somebody decided to blow up one of the rock arches. Why? Fuck. I don't know. Why would you do this? Tiny dick syndrome. <laughs> Bad case of TDS. Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't do that. Instead, like, look at them and, and understand take, how long it took for them to get like that. Take some pictures and think about it when you get home. Think no about also how it's not your land to destroy. Yeah. Think about, mull over why you get the impulse to destroy beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it's a like good a one to think about. self-reflection thing. Mm, you gotta yeah. really think about some deep shit. Kind of like that Key and Peele episode with the, <laughs> the bully. The bully. You should look it up if you haven't seen it. It's pretty funny. But sad, too. But funny. Because <laughs> it's good commentary on why people are mean. Yeah. For no reason. Or well, mean, for mean, mean to... Yeah. I mean, we were kind of bullying Zach, to be honest. But He can take it. He's fine. He's a grown man okay. with millions of dollars and yeah. almost one million Twitter followers. Are y'all okay? <laughs> 
<laughs> is everything all right? Anyway, also thank you to uh, our good friend Leandra for the logo. Thank, thanks, thanks for, for the, the hand. hand. And thank you to Argo Fox for the music we use at the beginning and ending of our show. Thank you, Alana, for coming and joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It was me. lovely having you. Oh, yeah. It's always wonderful. Thank you to the, to you, listener, for sticking with us for what is now, it's like episode 58. We're almost in the 60s. Dang. So that's pretty neat. You uh, have a 60th episode anniversary or 60th episode celebration. I think we should have a 69th episode yeah. celebration. Definitely true. Definitely, definitely, definitely true. Uh, we'll see you at PodCon. It's coming up. It's less than, um, it's less than six weeks away. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see you there. It's going to be the third weekend in January. Tons and tons of fun. We're not like presenting or anything. No, no, no. But we'll uh, be We're there. just going to be floating around and watching some cool shows. Hopefully hanging out with uh, friends of the show like yeah. uh, like Your Fave is Problematic, Back to the Futurama. Ouija Broads. Ouija Broads. Historical might be there. Hotties, Historical maybe? Hotties. Well, I don't know. They both live in the Midwest. PodCon's kind of a hike for them. But maybe. No, one lives on... Oh, really? West side, and the other lives on the east side. Oh. I actually don't remember. Well, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. There's going to be a lot of c- cool podcasters, not only doing shows and presentations, but also just hanging out. So mm-hmm. if you're in the Seattle or Pacific Northwest area, uh, tickets are on sale right now. They're a little pricey, so I can understand if you don't want to go, uh, but you can or also... can't go. Or can't do it. Um, but there are... You can buy a ticket that gets you, like, remote attendance, where you can just download all of the panels. And the panels... I went last year. The panels were all super cool. Mm-hmm. It's like like successful podcasters talking about their show and things like that. So really useful information if you want to start your own podcast and that kind of thing. And remember that there's like affordable um, boarding options like couch surfers. Couch or surfing, staying with a friend, Airbnb. camping, Airbnb, yeah. all kinds of cool stuff. We t- I took a lift for the first time last time I was in Seattle for PodCon. Nice. So yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. And then if you're visiting, Olympic National Park is open year round. And it's beautiful. It's folks. freaking gorgeous. You need to go if, if you're going to be in the Seattle area. But anyway, I think that's about it. Yep. That does it for this episode of Insanely Haunted. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Alana. And you just heard... A A Class A EVP. EVP.